Godzilla, is he really the king of the monsters? On this episode of the podcast, Nate talks and we listen very intently. <laughs> You're an ass. <laughs> One, two, three. Go. Go. Welcome to Nailed It. I'm Nate. <laughs> Xavier. I am David. All right, who's going to go first? It's going to be me. I watched Bright Burn and Godzilla this weekend. What? Yes. <laughs> Last weekend. First of all, that was really fast. I watched Bright Burn. Okay. And Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Okay. Now I understand what you said. It sounded like a blah, 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 blah. I wanted blah. to talk first. Okay. <laughs> um, so I enjoyed both movies. Because okay. me and my roommate went on a double feature day for that one. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, thanks. Aww. Aww. I mean. Aww, that's so sweet. That's very sweet. I don't know what you want me to say. It's very sweet. You don't have a soul, so you don't know what is sweet. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so Godzilla was Godzilla. Really not too much to talk about. It was giant monsters fighting other giant monsters. I forgot humans were even in it for half it's, the movie. So. Which is fine and amazing. I, I kind of feel like the humans shouldn't even be a part of it. Almost. You are correct. Like, but like, I understand that from what, from what I heard about this movie, I haven't seen it yet. I still want to see it, mm-hmm. even though it's gotten kind of bad reviews. It got bad reviews from critics. From critics. Oh, and that was something else I wanted to bring up. We can talk about it later. Is the critics worth, because a lot of movies nowadays just get panned by the critics, mm-hmm. but then the actual people that go see the movies love it. Right. So what is their view if nobody cares anymore. I think they got like a special checks, uh, check sheet or something and if they don't meet 25% of it it, it sucks. But like I, I'm, you're, you go to see like a movie like Godzilla to have fun. Right. To watch robots or giant monsters punch other robots or other giant monsters. Right. So okay so I'm going to let you talk about it but from what I heard about the movie is they try to throw in this family in the mix of the movie, and in the end of the mo- in the very beginning to the end, you s- still don't care about the the family. That's about right. Okay, just wondering. Yeah. Well, no, because I didn't. <laughs> Did watch- they do that one with the last one too? Well, yes, but the thing is, like, so I didn't watch the 2014 Godzilla. Right. Because you know, at the time, it was like eh, I was about to fall under the rock. I didn't care. So I was kind of like, well, whatever movies. Um, but so I go into this new one and they show this family. And like this is right in the beginning of the movie. It's like they're, they sh- they're going to obviously show the aftermath of what happened in the last one. See, I don't even, I didn't see the last one. Yeah. Um, for whatever reason. I think it just kind of slipped through the cracks. Well, that's fine because like you barely get to see the anything of Godzilla until apparently the end. I feel like... What I actually wanted was the continuation of the last King Kong story, which they led straight into. Which will be the next movie after this one. Okay. Yeah, they wanted they wanted to reset up Godzilla properly and bring in all these other ones. Because the yeah, because this one, because the King Kong one, the last King Kong one alluded that that's the direction that they were going to go. Mm-hmm. They were going to bring in all the other monsters. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, this other Godzilla movie comes out. Yeah. Um, like I said, I think it was all, like, establishing it. It's like, okay, so we have Kong. Because wasn't Kong back, like, it, it, was, it wasn't in current times. It was, like, back in, like, the 80s, 70s, 80s or something, I think, was the time frame. And... And then uh, they found the information by the secret company by Monarch. Yeah, it was the 70s. Yeah, they found the secret company by... Or Monarch found the two main characters, which was Tom Hiddleston and... I could not tell you. The Captain Marvel. Yeah. And it's like, oh, we see all these signs of caveman drawings of giant super lizards, right, laser they, beaming, uh, they, three-headed dragons. Right, they said... This might not be the only one. Yeah. At the very end. And then they show the 2014 Godzilla with Brian Cranston, which apparently he's only in it for, like, less than half the movie anyways, even though he, he has, like, a big dame in it. 
And so is is the Godzilla the other Godzilla movie continuation onto that, and this is a continuation on yeah. the continuation. Yeah. Okay. They did a terrible job of marketing. Absolutely. Like I I wouldn't have no idea. Yeah. No. So I, I watched uh, everything wrong with episode by I think CinemaSins on YouTube for that Godzilla, and the two like the two or three times that Godzilla actually shows up besides the end. They close your eyes off from seeing the fights happen. And it's more human focus, not monster focus. Until the very end where he blows up half of San Francisco in the process of defeating the monster. So they did a uh, Cloverfield. Yeah. And it was really dumb because... (laughs) Cloverfield was good. Right. Because that was a kind of mystery thing of is this actually going on the, what's going on yeah if, if i'm watching godzilla the name is in the movie i know who the hell this is like right. let, me, let me watch this giant lizard suplex this spider monster that's all i want to see <laughs> i know the whole premise behind godzilla has been ridiculous from the beginning so just let us watch a ridiculous movie right so that's what i want to go see is basically godzilla destroying through the streets and maybe just for a callback, they should have a couple scenes where the like the people on the ground are talking and their voices are slightly off. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but, but going going into the King of the Monsters, I was watching it. I saw the family, and I'm thinking that the family was in the first one. Right. And so I'm like, okay, I kind of don't care about the family because I don't have an attachment to it. Right. And so I don't know what's going on because it made it seem like it was a sequel because it had the family, uh, someone was lost, and then now this is what's happening afterwards. So I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Right. That makes sense. After we get out of the movie, I asked my roommate, it's like, was that family even in the first one? He's like, no. No, they weren't even there. So I'm like, why was the family even here in the first place? Probably because... The director wanted to make a Godzilla movie, and then the studio said there has to be a human aspect to it. Must have humans. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, um, the entire the entire movie was really awesome. Watching giant monsters fight giant monsters, as I said before, is just amazing. So, animation looks great. Uh, King Ghidorah is a douche, and Mothra is prime OG waifu material. okay yeah alright so what's your uh, Xavier score on this one I'm gonna give it an 8 an 8 yeah okay yeah Yeah, cause I an 8 an 8 he gave it an 8 cause everything I've heard about it is it's just ridiculous but the family shouldn't have been in there family shouldn't have been in there and critics completely panned it really bad Uh, but I feel like Critics' words are useless almost nowadays. Absolutely. I felt like it would have had more weight they're, for the human. Like, they're, they're the E3 of the internet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, they add two characters from the uh, from the 2014 movie, which was fine. I didn't see it, so again, no attachment. Uh, but if this family would have been in the first Godzilla, or in the 2014 Godzilla, probably would have held more weight with a lot of stuff that was happening. You know, you would have felt more for character motivations. Right. Rather than, I'm staring at this tablet and I miss someone, so I'm going to go do the thing that's clearly dangerous while these giant monsters are super destructing around. I feel like it's a good idea. I mean, I guess. (laughs) Um, The other movie I saw was Brightburn. Yeah. Loved it. Okay. Personally, I loved it. The concept of Superman being evil has been done in comics before. Has been done in... Right, but it was never done in the film and I that was an, this was another instance where they called it Brightburn but they didn't explain anything and if they would have said even even if the title was something stupid like Superman is evil <laughs> people would have been more interested in it but but Superman's been an iconic hero for years right, right. so the the and we've seen his his like was it his origin story almost as much as we've seen Batman and Spider-Man right so when you see a family and in the middle of Kansas might I add and a ship drops down I'm most people should immediately think Superman or at least at the very least alien I I saw the preview and I saw is this a Superman evil thing so I had to do research on it 
And I feel like I should just know. Like, and if I have to do research on it, that means a big portion of the population is not even going to do that. How interested were you in watching the movie? I'm very interested. Okay. But that's the thing is, is like, if I... If it was just a scary movie about a kid just doing things, not really interested. If it if it's Superman, what if Superman's evil? Oh yeah, let's let's watch that. So that's definitely what it was. It was it, it took some it did some ready for, right? And I really enjoyed the payoff of those things being done. Um, I'm a big fan of Elizabeth Banks. She's one of the um, what's the word I'm looking for? My brain's off right now. It's okay. Um, people I admire in acting, celebrity crush. That's the word. I'm right. Looking for. You think she's hot? I do. <laughs> I don't care. She's super hot. Um, the the way that she plays the the mother the mother character in the movie is is really good. It's like she's no matter what, no matter anything that's happening in this town, she's a hundred and ten percent on her son's side. And the father's like, no. This kid's bad. <laughs> right. And I mean, if you've seen the preview, he's like, yeah, that's not our son. He's like, right, that's not our son. I don't want to be associated with this child. Right. Um, it, but James Gunn directed it. Oh, before I go any further than that, the the composer for Godzilla King of the Monsters is the same composer that did the entire album for God of War. Okay. And it's awesome. So it's like a epic. Yeah. There's a there's a song with the lead singer from um, System of the Down. Yeah, it's called it's just called Godzilla. That's a headbanger. <laughs> I like I was in the middle of the movie theater at the credits, <laughs> and then we listened to it on our way to the store. It was like yeah, Michael and I went and saw the King Kong movie together. Oh yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, except for we had the double booking incident where we went to the theaters and we had uh, so we. We went to the theater where you basically pay your for your seats, yeah, or whatever. And we get there, and somebody's sitting in our seats, and we we're like, "Hey," because um, this happens to me all the time. I go to the theater, and somebody's sitting in my seat. Right. Either they just don't know, or they're just kind of douchey. Yeah. Yeah. And I go that second one. It's a lot lately. It's been the second one. <laughs> so, I we said, "Hey, these are our seats," and they say. Uh, well, we have the same seats, and so we looked at our tickets, and we both had the same seats. <coughs> so, we just were like, we don't care. Mm. We're just going to sit next to them. Uh, basically, empty theater, movie's about to start, and then, like, 15 minutes into the beginning, the other people that come in that have the seats that we sat in, uh, sat down, and they're like, hey, this is our seats. <laughs> and we're like, well, they double booked us. The, you know, they actually have our seats, which is our seats as well. We have the same ticket and stuff like that. So they, after a while, they just came and sat down and they're just, they're fine, but they were frustrated. But yeah. And I it was just like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's the first time that's ever happened. Yeah. Um. <laughs> But yeah, for for Brightburn, I I really liked it. For for I, I understand for the amount of information that you don't get about it, you know, just watching the movie is like watching this kid realize how powerful he is. Right. And there's a point in the movie where he just like legitimately you see him where he's like, yeah, he knows. Like he just says he's superior. Right. And it's like cool. This kid is super evil now. Let's see how this turns out. And all this stuff starts happening, and then you get to the end and. Michael Rooker's some crazy dude on TV, and oh, bless you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> he's some crazy dude on TV, and he's trying to explain all these other mythical phenomena that's happened. Like you got to believe it. It looks like it was setting up like a dark Justice League type of deal. Right. And I was like, <clears throat> I need that. I, right. need, I need the dark Justice League in my life. I feel like the uh, DC needs some sort of win. Uh, too bad that's not DC. Right. It's just James Gunn being James Gunn. Right, I know. That's the thing. Is is like, I was hoping, I was wondering if it was going to lead into, like, this story is going to continue, mm-hmm. or, or whatever. God, I hope it does. It's so <laughs> interesting. Like, just personally. Mm-hmm. Look, 
Makes me want to see it, though, more. It's it's a good... I I enjoyed it for what it was, but I've also been going and watching stuff with, like, more of an open mind instead of a a critical one, because me having a critical one ruins everything for me. Right. So, when I went to go watch this, I had an open mind. I'm watching it, I'm seeing the kid do things, and then he does more things. I'm like, kid, wait, no, stop, wait. No, keep doing what you're doing. I'm not going to fight you. You're a 12-year-old with superpowers. I'm going to back up. So, by the end of the movie, I'm like... All right, he did it. He is the strongest asshole in the universe. <laughs> was he wearing a mask? Yeah, because like, apparently it was a it was a blanket that he fell to earth in, and then the what he he just like I guess cut it in half or whatever, and just put shoestrings in it, so it makes it look somewhat like uh, Cthulhu Mythos X in the in in the dark, and it it's like it makes it better because when he's in the dark, his eyes are glowing. When you look up closer, it's like this mask is actually really stupid. Right. But I'm not gonna tell him this because he could legitimately blow my face off. Right. It's but. a kid's version of a mask. Yeah, it, yeah it's a kid's version of a mask, but you know For some reason to me it reminded me of, of along the lines of like the scarecrow type of mask. Yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. Like no. a, like one of his masks that he would have put together mm-hmm. as the first one. Yeah, no. So the, like the the way that it was set up, the way they did it, it was good. The the uh, I watched like a whole bunch of stuff afterwards, like they explain or things you may have missed in the movie, just because I was super curious. Right. And like looking at it from second glance, though, the way that James Gunn like kind of does stuff with with his with his camera work, it's like okay, yeah, I could totally see it because you notice one thing about the character, and by the time the thing ends. It's something completely different, like in terms of like outfit wearing or something like right. that. Right, James Gunn. Guardians. Yeah, he does Guardians. Yeah, and for whatever reason, they let him go. <laughs> yeah, I believe I think they brought him back though. I think they're bringing him back for Guardians three. Yeah. Yeah, it was just the blowout of something stupid that he said years ago because he was a comedian and he was saying comedy stuff. Yeah, and it just doesn't. It's like everything. Back back in that time period, it was funny because it was controversial and everything like that. And then you bring it forward and everybody's sensitive about it. <laughs> Which I understand. You can be sensitive about it. But at the same time, it's a joke. He was, he was, how to take jokes he was making a terrible joke. And he was doing it because that's what gets people... Like, we were listening to a comedian and he was on purposely saying everything that you should never say. And but that's kind of even if you don't like it, that's kind of the role of the comedian. In sometimes is to take what is awkward and just bring it forward and just kind of laugh put, at. Yeah, put it. put a put a different light upon it. Right. And just say, hey, it, it, this is not as crazy as it seems. No, and sometimes it's just as crazy as it seems, yeah. and it's it's just more mortifying what mm. he's saying. But at the same time, you're just like, but he's joking. At the same time, he's not serious about any of this stuff. He's just trying to dig himself a biggest hole as possible and drop as many bodies in as possible. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that's enough for me. I mean, I watched, I started watching a new TV show, or not new, but I haven't gotten too deep into it yet, so I'm not going to talk about it yet. Okay. Uh, Nate and I both saw separately, but together, but they were separate. It was at different times because it was different Get to days. the point. Oh, Pikachu. Yeah, I thought you already talked about it. We, we did, but I figured you'd want to... I want you to hear your perspective on it. Well, okay, so not being um, a Pokemon fan. Right. So... Which game's trailers just dropped, by the way. It looks really fun. I think I'm going to pick up a Switch for it. <laughs> Continue. Um, no, I, I enjoyed it. It was a good movie. Um, the... The characters were good. It was kind of nice to see the <laughs> the Pokemon. I mean, I've I've seen Pokemon games. And I've seen the characters. Right. So to see um, those characters on the on the big screen, right, was pretty cool. Yeah, you know yeah. that. Is it awkward for you to be like the middle person because you don't know who to face? No, oh, you face you face him. <laughs> you face him because you're talking to him about it. I haven't seen Detective Pikachu. Probably not going to go out to the theaters to watch it. I'll just wait for it to show up on. Some I am not. 
it's one of those movies you don't really have to see in theater. Yeah. It was a good movie. It's very colorful and fun. But at the same time, it's not a mo- Godzilla you want to see in theaters. Yeah. Big explosions. Everything's big. When you watch the same Godzilla on a small screen, it's not the same. Play the theme song every time he showed up. It was awesome. So, yeah. <laughs> It's like a pro wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> um, so certain movies go see it in the theater, like Matrix style movies, Godzilla style movies. Yes, big hit blockbusters. So yeah. I understand what you said. Um, the last episode where Danny DeVito should would, not yeah. would not have worked. And Danny DeVito would definitely not have worked. No, and it it would be a spoiler to say, but it's something that happens at the very end so it's that's the reason I think why regardless regardless of what the reason is I look at the role I see how it's being like put to me if you if you made that role had me only listen to the human lines and look at the mannerisms of that Pikachu I would have kicked it if it was Danny DeVito because that is a stupid idea I don't care what the rest of the world says I hate that idea I don't know why um, they wanted Danny DeVito the uh, humans? Yeah. Oh, because, yeah, I, I, I disassociated myself for a second. The humans wanted it because they saw a trailer of Danny DeVito with uh, that was dumped in with a, the Detective Pikachu game, I think, during the commercials. And people just fell in love with it because it was super hilarious. I looked at that and I'm like, no. Right. Mm. Right. I mean, Danny DeVito can play a cartoon character. He did once before. In the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Who was he in the Hunchback? He was one of the demons. One of the gargoyles? No, I know. He wasn't the demon. He was the guy that was... No, wait, sorry. Hercules. He was in Hercules. He was yeah, the guy he that was, was helping out. Phil. Up. I think, yeah, I think he's you helping of Jason, or, uh, the dude uh, from Seinfeld was in Yeah, the yeah, yeah. I was mixing them up yeah. in my head. Uh, he was, I think he was also the, 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 main, the main evil alien in Space Jam. Like, like his voice, his voiceovers are like playing in my head. I'm it's been a long time since I've seen Space Jam, but that would not surprise yeah, me. Yeah, it seems like that. That's actually him, and that blows my mind. Oh, you mean the the overlord guy that's smoking? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, that was Danny yeah. DeVito. Um, thinking back on it. Yeah. Anyways, Nate. Yeah. Yes. Any more to say on Detective Pikachu? Because I know that was really short. No, of, I mean, it was. Did you enjoy uh, yourself? Yeah, it was good. I enjoyed the movie. Will you go watch it again? Um, if so, if it came on TV, um, yeah, I'd watch it again. Okay. How many mates out of ten? Uh, six. Okay, that's fair. All right. What about you, David? Anything new happened with you? I don't remember what I talked about on the last episode. <laughs> I didn't. The last episode it. was just a spoilers. Okay, because I, I was, I wanted to talk about the Star Wars. Did I ever talk about Aladdin? I saw no. Aladdin. No, you. I think you did. Now I'm interested. <laughs> I thought you talked about Aladdin. I don't remember. See, I the don't thing, think you talked about it. See, the thing is, is I don't remember if I talked about it on the podcast or we talked about it off the podcast. I didn't hear you. I didn't hear you talk about Aladdin. Okay, let's well, talk about Aladdin. Aladdin. <laughs> a whole new world. Nate, Sorry. don't you dare close your eyes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what? And, so you're right. and scene. Save this before I jump off. <laughs> Why are your eyes closed? <laughs> because it hurts and I'm trying to recover. <laughs> and this is, okay, so this is especially, uh, like, Okay, so I'm a big fan of Kingdom Hearts. Right. Kingdom, Far- Kingdom Farts. Kingdom Farts. That might as well be what it's called. Oh, man. You just... just oh, no. The community's going to attack me. Oh, no. Right. Well, they'd have to know about you first. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Kingdom Hearts is, you know, Disney. Right. That's what it is. So I have a big affinity with Disney. Uh, not as much as their live action crap because I don't care. It's right. the, It's the old stuff. So, and so when you sing that, it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same as when you hear 
people sing Beauty and the Beast and they don't have any good vocal range. I feel like I feel like Ouch. I have an amazing vocal range. I mean, that's cool Ouch. if you like lying to yourself. A whole new world that you dare close your eyes. <laughs> that's like Broadway type style. Yeah, I know. I should be like on the stage, <laughs> on the stage, like you know, putting up mics or <laughs> adjusting lights or something like that. <laughs> Please just continue. continue. Well, what do you want to know about it? I mean, just tell me about it. I don't care. I'm not going to watch it. I don't care about spoilers for this one. Okay. Well, I mean, okay, it's, so it's an Aladdin movie. A big issue people were having was Will Smith as a genie. Right. Was he and okay go. at the part? Okay. Will Smith did a great job being the genie. Good. I will say this. There's a lot of people that were mad at the movie because it wasn't exactly like the original Aladdin. They did throw in two new songs, which the two new songs were dumb. They were. <laughs> they didn't really fit the movie, and right. it just felt like they were forced in there, um, and they're along the lines of political correctness type stuff. Oh. To change the tone of the film. Oh. Um, but that's you can just easily gloss over that because it's a song. It's right. Like whatever. Cool. Um, <laughs> Did they do Prince uh, Ali justice? Yeah, it's awesome. Good. That's so all I care about. It, I I know a lot of people that were just hating on this movie, mm-hmm. and I'm like, why? It was it was well filmed. It was fun to watch, and it looked like they had fun making the movie. <laughs> so like, what's the big deal? Like, well, I mean, what are people looking for? Is what I'm asking because I watched the movie through. Uh, the eyes of I'm just here to see somebody's version of Aladdin. Yeah, and I just want to see what they do, what they change. Is it scene for scene? Like, like Beauty and the Beast had scene for scene shots where there was from the cartoon they did exactly the same camera angles and everything, and it was very interesting that they would take that much time to put into every single like the market scene where everybody's coming in for Beauty and the uh-huh. Beast. They reshot that shot for shot. Oh, wow. And then the, the different parts of the movie were shot different. But that very opening was shot for shot. Very. I, I think when it comes to that, it's like the nostalgia goggles, especially for people that grew up on those movies. So, right. like, like, Lion King's probably going to be another, another one that's going to be okay. But I heard both Cinderella and Beauty and the Beast didn't do too hot. I like um, Cinderella. Uh, Beauty and the Beast, I thought was good. Um, I didn't see Dumbo, but people were ticked off at Dumbo. Oh, I forgot that even came out. But the if you look back, the Dumbo sto- Dumbo story is so weird and has um, has very little story to it. I don't even know who the antagonist of that movie was. <coughs> Dumbo, nobody. There was no antagonist. They locked up her mother because she did something bad, but they she was going to get out anyways. It was just basically, hey, stop. She was trying to protect her baby. And then Dumbo kind of goes off and then meets Timothy and then meets these scarecrows and then realizes, then has a bunch of acid trips because they do... Uh, <laughs> They have all the pink elephants and all these like cutscenes of weird stuff going on, and then the next thing you know, it's the movie's over, and they find out that Dumbo can fly. That's trash. Big fucking years. Right, but people love that movie. I guess. I mean, I don't even remember it. I know I've seen it more than once. Right, I've seen it a bunch too, but there's not too much to the movie. I guess. Um. So people were mad because they're like, this is not the Dumbo that I know. And I'm just like, the Dumbo you know doesn't have a story. <laughs> but I wanted my acid trips. Right. I wanted my acid trips. But, okay, whatever. <laughs> but anyways, Aladdin, I thought it was fun. I would give it a high uh, eight. Oh. Just because it was, it was a fun movie. Right. And I enjoy... I enjoy movies for movies. Mm-hmm. I enjoy going and seeing what somebody can create. And the fact that somebody gets the opportunity to create something fun and entertaining is great. 
and I want to support that. If they, I mean, if if I walk away and I'm like, okay, the storyline didn't make sense, and uh, when Jimmy dies at the very beginning, I don't care about him. But Jimmy was a key port. Right, he was the key reason why the the guy went on the adventure to, in the first place. Yeah. But I still don't care about him. Then that's my that's my critique of the movie. You didn't make me care about these people. Right. Or you didn't like the Godzilla movie. Why are these people in here? I don't really care about them. Don't. Then you did a terrible job of. That's what my critique would be, and you would get a higher score or a lower score on that aspect of what was the storyline. And did you match up to what it, it could have been or what it should have been? So that's that's how I rate movies. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> so true. so a movie like this, other people were just panning. They were saying it was the worst thing ever, and it was just garbage. And I'm like, they clearly have not seen Tommy Wiseau's The Room. <laughs> yeah. So I just think some movies are just enjoyable to watch, and that was an enjoyable movie. The Aladdin character is not the best Aladdin you could find but he was very Aladdin-ish and it, it's just a fun movie okay how many Daves out of ten? Well, eight I said <laughs> no, I wanted to make sure I heard you right yeah I would say it's an eight but I you know I'm, I'm picky but not too picky that's fair I l- also love terrible movies <laughs> sometimes true oh. one of my favorite movies is uh, is Going Under with, uh, All I hear is Evanescence. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> no, uh, Going Under stars the guy from Frasier? What's his name? I can't think of his name. Frasier. Yeah. Anyways, he's a submarine captain, and it's an absolutely ridiculously terrible movie, but I enjoy it. <laughs> All right, anything else? In the world of a TV and or visual media. I don't... I can't remember right now. I know that the Dark Phoenix just came out. I've been hearing mixed reviews about it. Um, yeah, I want to... We're planning on going to see it. I just don't know when. Yeah. And then... Um, I think that's the only real movie that's came out, really, lately. Besides the ones we talked about? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I've heard I've heard mixed things. I, I hear it's more like one of those the critics knock it on his knees, but it's actually better than it is. People are saying that um, Sophie Turner sends the Stark plays Jean Grey better in this movie than she did in it wasn't Days of Future Past. It was Apocalypse. Yeah, see, I didn't even watch Apocalypse because it just looked bad. And they have the introduction of the Phoenix Force. But, it like, I guess, I don't know too much about the Phoenix Force, so I can't really comment on it. But I always thought the Phoenix Force was a otherworldly presence that took over your body, which I think is what it is. But in Apocalypse, they, maybe it was just a vision, but she uses the power of the Phoenix Force to stop the bad guy, I'm pretty sure. Right. So it was trash. Right. That was... That was one of the classic movies where they have the kill switch, where everything's going the bad. Day, and the Deus Ex Machina. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what that is. It's a, it's the kill everything switch. The good guys win. I know, but what is that? What, what's that from? Anything. Anything. Deus Machina. <laughs> is that what you said? Deus Ex Machina. Deus Machina. See, now you're just doing it on purpose. No, I'm not. I'm yeah, trying to are. figure it out. No, Deus Machina. No, see. We're not doing this. We're not doing this. The first time, I get it. Second time, I'm getting suspicious. Third time, I know you're messing around. I I literally do not know where that's from, though. I don't don't know. I've heard the term. I just know it just means that, hey, God's intervention, I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. So, any words, uh, anything in the world of Nate today? Um. Did you bring anything? Bring anything to the table? Did you think of anything? Are you thinking of anything right now? Nate? Yes. Uh, all the focus is um, on you. <laughs> E3? Okay. Yeah. E3 Next is week. coming up. Yes. Um, 
What day would that be? I guess like the... Is it this week? A- E3 is well, this it week. Is, it is this week. So it's the... So you have to speak of it as now. So E3 is this week. The 11th, right? 12th, and 13th, I believe. Tuesday. Right? right? Through Nate? Thursday. Yes, I'm talking about it right now. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> um, Nate, Nate is very surly. <laughs> establishing dom- dominance. Yeah. Good job, Nate. It's cool, because... So you can go on your your Android or phone... And you can Who download. Are you promoting right now. Yeah, I'm just saying you can download it. There's yeah. an E3 app, and it's kind of cool because they have. Are you sponsored by Android? No. Sponsored by E3? No. <laughs> That'd be cool. I mean, are you sponsored saying, by Android and E3? And we? No. Are you cutting us out of money? No. This is Xavier. That. Is he cutting us out of money? Dude, I just work here. That's your job. You're the boss. That's true. Hmm. Should I not be talking about this? Nate, we should talk later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's kind of cool because it has maps of um, the convention center that is held in and it has all the booths. Right. So you can see kind of... Um, it's so obviously... Are they, virtual, are they virtual booths? No. So, so can I go there to E3 without going to E3? No. So it's it's for use if you were going cause, so you could see where everything is. Um, so are you, are you just staring at the map like the one Wolverine meme where he has a picture and he's laying on the bed and he just puts his hand on it? No. I just, because in theory, you should be able to live stream what's happening there as well. Yeah, I mean, you could do that on YouTube. Everybody, you could. Every I'm ma- saying, like, now, nowadays, that's what you're, you're going to be doing anyways. Yeah. Is everybody's live streaming their, well, cause what's it, going cause on. I think EA or somebody, somebody had a, a press conference yesterday, and they showed off a couple games, and the only one of note was the new Star Wars game. Um, yeah, I, 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 I saw you guys sent a link, and I didn't look at it yet. Well, so I my brother-in-law it. sent me the link, and I started watching, so I figured I'd just send it to you guys as well. So Why would you do that? I mean, that's <laughs> what we do, right? <laughs> Sorry. I um, to me, so Michael commented and said it looks like a new um, Force Unleashed game, which... If I'm not mistaken, I think that was like a 360 game or an Xbox game. It was a 360, game? PS, PS3, and Wii game. Yeah. I, I, I watched some of the gameplay. That's not anywhere close to what Force Unleashed was like. But Force so, Unleashed was awesome. It was Force a lot of fun. Was faster and you felt powerful. This one you feel like a normal a normal Jedi person. Yeah, you can do a couple of moves that are really cool. Like you can stop a person or pull them towards you and do a really cool kill. Yeah, but that's but classic. I don't feel powerful. This is, it. Maybe this is what you I took away from <laughs> the trailer that I saw was it looks like they took Battlefront and like you can... Um, control like Luke Skywalker, Darth Vader. You can control them in like the multiplayer. Right. It almost looks like they created a story, took the Battlefront engine, and it's like intertwined them. So it's obviously not multiplayer. It's story based, right? Yeah. It's, it's it made just, by the same people who make uh, Titanfall. But it, it just looks. It looks like they took the world um, from. Battlefront, and it's now a story. Sorry, sorry. You're talking, and Xavier's eyes are just getting big. Of like, when you, I'm like, okay, I'm not trying to be rude. I can't. I really am. When, when you're stopping, thinking of the words you're saying, I'm he, sitting there and I'm. He had like you anime have, eyes. You have, you have me in such anticipation. Like, I just need you to finish this sentence for me to be complete. <laughs> That's all. <it> <laughs> No, but like watching the trailer, I just I just didn't feel powerful. I'm interested in it because I want to know what the story about where it takes place. Because right. in with the Force Unleashed, since we're gonna compare the two, the Force Unleashed story was the tale of the Rebel Alliance and how it got started. Right. But because Lucasfilms drop kicked anything that wasn't main line in the universe, that retroactively just doesn't exist. Right. So which. When you're playing the game, you kind of figure that anyways, because they never reference a character like that. You are, in the game, pretty much the most powerful Jedi in known existence, and you feel like, on level two, you feel OP. (laughs) Dude pulls down a Star Destroyer. Right. So you're... 
you're like out of orbit. Right. I mean, Luke Skywalker used to be able to do that in Darth Vader, but they just never bring it up in movies. Yeah. Um, but this apparently takes place between three and four, so it sounds like it's going to be the setup for the Rebel the Rebel Alliance. But I thought that uh, when I was talking to my roommate about, it, I'm like. I thought that was what Rogue One was about, and then I remember Rogue One was about the stealing the plans for the Death Star. Yes. So, so they have that ability to tell that. How did the Rebel Alliance get started? Well, which Joe Lightsaber over here decided that he didn't like to deal with the oppressive government of the Empire. So screw you. Which Rogue One is arguably one of the best Star Wars movies um, out of all of them, and I think this is not the traditional. Right. BS. Yes. Even though it still has to do with the Death Star. Right. Because it's just the only thing that they can build, apparently. <laughs> Giant, wasteful orbs in the sky. Right. Yeah. Like, I. what people always forget is, like, all the delis and everything that were on that day station that just got lost. I mean, and it's the, their fault. It's not their fault. They were there. the Empire. No, they were there for a job. It's like the people that work at the airport. If you bomb the airport, just people that just go to everyday work just died. <laughs> they knew the risk going in. Yeah, but like, imagine you go to your Herfies on the Death Star. It's <laughs> Fine. An In-N-Out burger or whatever you like. Okay. And you're, you're on there and you're ordering a number six. How, which Death Star is this? Uh, the original one. Do I know that the rebels are coming? Do we have warning sirens saying that hey, this is happening? I mean, near the end, yes, but at the very beginning, you didn't know. You just know you were going around the the earth, that planet to destroy up the death, the uh, the planet where the rebels were at, and you're just like, yeah, I'm gonna get some eat in between what's going on because I'm not really on duty right now so I can go Wait, to my local stormtrooper? You're a stormtrooper. Well, then I definitely know I'm going to die. My aim's terrible. <laughs> right. I mean, I sat, I sat there and watched that, that, that playthrough thing Right. and there was once there was like a bunch of flame stormtroopers with flamethrowers shooting in the front I'm like, alright, those make sense. There's one stormtrooper in the back just shooting. I'm like, stormtrooper, you know you should not be here. I know, but you're not going to hit anything. One of the main... Why are you here? One of the main things <laughs> is that is they're that, always... Wow. Complaining about why they're yeah why they're at the why they're getting their in and out burger they're always complaining why don't they build us good guns that shoot straight because they're always curving off to the right or to the left I think you and then and then I believe they they always have the conversation I think it's you no I think it's you and you I mean they are clones they're all clones they're clones of the same dude right Jeff Stormblaster is like it's terrible right. If you're gonna clone somebody, clone a guy that can shoot. They did. They did. They cloned him from Django Fett. I know, but just because you cloned it from a certain guy doesn't mean he's gonna end up being Django Fett. Just means that he he has the same genetic code. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't the after you clone and clone 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 doesn't it just kind of yes. slowly deteriorate? Yes, there is so, a clone deterioration. So after like time. the first couple are degradation. Yeah, good. Right. And then so that's yeah. So a, since there's the like millions of, so there's like millions create. of them out there, and they're basically worthless. They sh- all should be riding the short bus. I guess is what <laughs> to the Death Star. They all take one little bus. <laughs> they all and this they're like you don't all have to squish on here, and they're like they just kind of squish on there, and they just do their duty. Clown car the size of an actual bus. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> um, other than that, that the keynote or whatever that they had. Uh, just wasn't interesting. They talked about new Sims. That's the only other thing I can remember. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. So I've just noticed. So I've gotten a couple emails um, from like Bethesda. So Bethesda's doing something where um, they're like, tune into our live stream, and if you stay, then you get rewards for games. So they're. So is this something you're just going to turn on and go? go to work <laughs> no I'm just, I'm just saying like you don't have to pay the thousand dollars to go to E3 right. you can sit at home live stream what you want to see cause um right but that's just done that um but that's the reason why we've been asking 
is three E3 even worth it anymore? Because they put on this big convention and they bring all these people. They can live stream from their own place, and if they wanted, they can put on a green screen in the background and just make it look like they're in a big audience or something like that. Good. <laughs> I, I and just do the same keynote and just add some woos in there. It would be fun to go to E3 um, just to experience it. Right. But... Yeah, if you could sit at home and but a lot of times, a lot of times you're seeing stuff that when it actually comes out is nothing like what you just originally saw. Yeah, I feel like if anything, going to E3 is no different than going to a PAX. Right. So it's like the the only thing that's different is that it's announcing new games versus PAX is usually showing games currently in development. No, I do enjoy when E E3 comes out and then they show a new device or something like that. Sometimes I enjoy that. Sometimes I'm just like, uh, you guys are coming out with the same thing that you had last year, just this one has more RAM. Why didn't you do that in the first place? Because <laughs> Google. Right. Or it just has a bigger hard drive. And you're just like, no, I'm not buying your $600 thing for a bigger yeah, hard drive. Yeah, we made the life expectancy on your console for right around the time that we... Right, I know. <laughs> That's the whole iPhone yeah. thing, is the iPhones are basically built until two generations out and then they basically start failing apparently if you replace the batteries in them the battery is basically the big issue is the battery is designed in a way that it fails oh yeah so if you replace the battery thanks it your apple iPhone. yeah thanks apple appreciate that no, <laughs> Ding. Only, the only other thing i saw in terms of e3 stuff in the last two days was um the kingdom hearts orchestra recently just happened uh they dropped a trailer for the dlc for three. Okay. So it's going to be telling, it's giving more info. That look, they're adding a new Keyblade for the main character to use, and there is, uh, you get to play as different characters, assumingly. Because throughout all the Kingdom Hearts games, you're playing, like, we're talking about the long, long, right, the games long span with the terrible names. You're playing multiple characters throughout. So in this one, it seems like you're going to be playing at least three. D- three different characters. The so is the DLC going to fix the things that you didn't like about this? I, Sounds yeah, like it. Hopefully, no. hopefully. <laughs> the thing is, like, so I went back recently. And I mean, because they only had three years to work on it, so. <laughs> so I mean, I would assume the the product is pretty much done. And so it just needed to be just like went, finished I, I up. I went back and played the game again. Uh-huh. I played on the hardest difficulty and that changed it around for me. Okay. The difficulty itself was more challenging than the first run through. The first run through was like, I have this super sword. I better cut all these enemies that are made of paper. And you do that pretty effectively. So when you go back and you play it on uh, critical, I'm struggling. And you're struggling right in the beginning. In the middle, it's fine. And then you get to the final boss, and you're like, all right, I, I had to stop. I was about to throw my controller because the end... The Out fi- of anger? Yeah, because there's a part in the final boss fight where he takes away your light, so you're like a shadow form of yourself, and you're running around in circles trying not to get hit by these pillars of light, and you can't heal yourself, and Doblin and Gooby are over there, and they can't stay alive long enough to heal me, so I have to dodge all this while also trying to hit him because I have to get a meter up to be able to break the the, the curse. And it took me like 12 tries. But it felt more gratifying at the end. Right. Because it was a harder fight and not... I'm o- dead. O- OP and you just kind of yeah. went in there and just like... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it was it was literally just a, a difficulty issue with me. Now, there are some things that still don't make too much sense on a lot of questions that, that were asked, but that's just Nomura. He does that because you suck. Um, it's, it's literally what it is. It's like, okay, this is the final chapter in this, in this saga. You're going to get everything answered. Sweet. I go into it. I'm, I have everything in my head. I'm playing the game. I forgot half of it, and when we get to the end, they bring it back up. I'm like, I forgot about that. I wonder what it, what's in it. Next time. It's like, you mother... F- <laughs> it's like, that's how he gets you. Um, the DLC, it's, it has certain perspective from characters that you don't really hear from too much in terms of the video games. You know, so it's like seeing 
what it's going to be about is super interesting to me. More lore, more backstory. It's fine. Okay. Yeah. I, was just, <laughs> I had a thought in my head because you were saying like the characters are giving the backstory a little bit more. I was wondering if it's going to be like an office style film no. thing where they just kind of they're like doing the random things and then all of a sudden they're like what's this name with the keyblade showed up and I, yeah, you know, I no. it ruined my day I was no, in the middle of that's just them talking <laughs> to each other okay that's all I got besides the show that I've, I've been playing 14 again Final Fantasy 14 yeah yeah I got back into it it was it's fun I enjoy fighting I finally beat a raid boss. It took forever. That's a shower. Yeah, it is. Don't worry about it, because we're basically wrapping this up anyway. Yeah. So. Anything to say? No. All right. Did yeah. you Did you want to talk about E3 um, in the future? Yeah. Well, we're, I think we're going to do her once everything comes out, and we can kind of look over trailers. Uh, I don't want to do her. Wait, what? What are we doing? <laughs> Who are we doing? Nate. It's how you say Nate, let me in. What are we doing? Pause! <laughs> wow. <laughs> we are going to do our E3 yeah. coverage. Oh, okay. Man, so you've ruined it, Nate. <laughs> stay, stay tuned for that. Coming in a couple weeks, probably. A couple, a couple episodes. Right. Um, we'll just kind of go over s- some trailers that we saw. Kind of... I'm, I'm most... Interested? I want to see something on Cyberpunk. That's kind of my most anticipated game for this year. It's been, it's been everybody's anticipated game for the last three years, isn't it? Well, it, no, but I mean, since last E three when they I thought Cyberpunk showed, was out. No, no. La- the last E three they showed, they showed like the first first gameplay footage, which was totally subject to change. And then they, like the weeks following it, they Camera came out with more and more and more. And then, like, halfway through um, the year, they said, well, we finally got a full game. Like, we have a, finally have a finished story. Did, did, did all they have so, of the game was just the opening cutscene? No, I, I think they probably just had up until like, the, the they guy, showed. The guy, the, the guy walking the through the city. So. Because yeah, I swear that was out. And then Bethesda, before they started talking about... Um, the horrible um, Fallout 76 they briefly showed <laughs> Did they what could have been a Skyrim or um, what was the other one that do you recall I only know that they do Elder Scrolls and they do Fallout that's all I know they do <sighs> there was either way don't you wish Michael was here he can remind you Michael could have yeah yeah so it's yeah it was the one that they did before Skyrim Michael definitely could have Oblivion yes I believe I believe it was Oblivion yeah because it was Morrowind Oblivion Skyrim so it was yeah it was something um like a world like that and it was just kind of like a a fly over and then that was it and then it was they started talking about Fallout 76 and they didn't say what it was. They didn't Probably say an expansion to the ESO. No, because then they 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 talked about um, this was the last E three, I believe. They talked about their um, so hold on a their second. online one. Fallout seventy six is that uh, usable? No. Is it like did they just scrap it or no? There are people still playing it or I believe people are, they just did. I just got an email about. Um, they're did they do an update? They did some updates, yes. Where they're just like, and um, in, in, in the update it started off by saying, we're sorry, we're very, 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 very sorry. I don't think there's any sorries in it. I feel like there should have been. At least one. No. And maybe a very at the end. I don't even know if they did anything like Rockstar did, because there's a lot of people that were furious with Red Dead Online, Red right. Dead 2 Online, and what Rockstar did was they basically, because when they came out with Red Dead Online, did, is that was, officially out? Like the Red, because it was still uh, in beta. Is it still think, beta? I'm pretty sure it's still. They, I don't know. I haven't played it since. Because yeah, because it was beta still, 
And it's been out since November. I think it's a continuous beta, honestly. Okay. Well, then it's out then. Just say it's well, out. It's been out, but it's... But I'm just saying, like... They I know, but there's a difference between beta and out. When it, when it came... <laughs> Jesus. All right, we can look when this game, up. When the game first came out, you couldn't get online. Right. They, then they're like, oh, we're going to do the beta. And it was just like... Usually betas go for a time period. It was just... Oh, it was just out. You could just go online at any time at that point. So I would say, yes, it's out. When, so, when did Red Dead come out? Um... Gosh, uh, nope. I'm say November, and then yeah, it was towards the end of last year. And I want to say that it was okay. So, so it was around September, October, and then February is when online. I don't know. January, I think February, early, early this year, yeah. Uh, Red Dead Redemption Two came out October 26th. Okay. And Red Dead Online is saying that the initial release date was November 27th. Right, but it didn't come out then. Even if it's just a beta, if they just turn on the switch to say it's completely good, it still counts. Right, so I'm just saying. Stop it, calling it a beta. When it came out, <laughs> he's calling it a beta. I know, but I think no, the online community is. But the online community is still calling it a beta. Are they? As far as I know. When was the last time well, you checked? When they first, it's been a while. When it first came out, it was. That's what I'm. I've been asking no, this and question, I, and I understand it. That makes sense. Initial releases beta. They're doing stress tests, but if it's been out. Continuously, that is not a beta anymore. That is a full-scale online game. Right. Not which, a beta. Which, well, I Red Dead, which... It never was a beta to begin with. No, they just called it, it a beta. In the beginning, if they're doing stress tests to see things that are happening, they're, they're, they're running initial things to see how the players enjoy the, the concept of the game. They do that, and they say, okay, this, 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 and this ain't working. Timmy in marketing or Timmy in development, go change that shit right. and come back, and then we can update it and fix it. If it's updated, which they just recently had an update, that right. means it's a full game. It's this is something I do. Still, it was a beta in the beginning. Now it's not. Right. Right. This is something I do like about Rockstar. They are always changing their online. Like, they are constantly updating and changing things. People come up with bugs and everything, and it's Every, almost every time I go on, you have to do a small or large update. Well, that was one of the things that they were... Um, people were... Because it was so broken. Was like, okay, well, you're continuously doing GTA Five updates for online. You're always coming out with, you're coming out with new stuff because they're making money on that. Right. So now you're coming out with Red Dead 2. What... I mean, what are you going to do with that? And they were like, well, we're going to do, like, this month and then... The I next think, time it's going to be this. And then I feel like when it comes down to... But they just okay. finally had their update for Red Dead 2. Right, but... Like so, ago. Grand Theft Auto is set in the now-ish day times, and you can add a lot to that. Basically, you can add basically anything you can think of. When you're thinking of the old Western, it's very limited <laughs> what you can add it, into it without ruining the universe. Well, I mean, you can just make sure that the system runs properly, because the big frustration yeah. people were having is, well, so is like, I would do this huge added. project, and I would do this huge uh, mission, and I get twelve dollars for it. But after doing the huge mission, it cost me twelve dollars to repair my gun, and people are like, "Well, that's stupid." Why well, not? That's what. That's <laughs> why I'm, I'm comparing Bethesda to Rockstar. Rockstar when the they came out with the beta, um, and everybody was complaining about the economy system in it, that you're making like 25 cents off of 13 guys that you kill, and then now you're having to fix your gun or buy a gun that's $100. Right. It's like, this is... Right. No, I know, but I mean, I'm just saying, like, they... the. In the if I was to rob somebody the game, around in there, a story game, I don't think could, I would get that much you money. You pull like two fifty off of one guy. In the story. In the story. Are you robbing rich people? No, I'm just you're off of guy. Just like um, the lawman that you kill, you can get like, or you can. And Here, here's they the didn't thing. People people are complaining about the 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 realisticness of the game. But if you look at it, if you go back in Western time, if I have a dollar, I'm a pretty wealthy man by that point. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. It's just, like, it's just the way that they set it up. They wanted to make it feel more realistic, which is what Rockstar does. Like, you go and play GTA, it's like, okay, gangs, 
uh, Mafia, this, that, and the third. And then you have the people that do the creative tracks, and now we have airplanes shooting out of the back of cars, and it doesn't make any sense. No, I think you're you're jumping the gun on what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is, in the game, in the story, you could... You can make somewhat decent money by killing people and robbing people. Mm-hmm. They tried to, they almost cut that into a, a pittance. A third on what you could do because they didn't want people to go crazy. What was online. the last time you played Red Dead Online? That's what I'm saying is what they've done is they've basically gave people money. How about this? People were complaining. I I, I thought we were having an argument, and And I had no idea where we were at. We still aren't. I don't know where we're at. Where where are you at right now? (laughs) Are you agreeing (laughs) with what Red Dead is saying or what they're doing? Because it sounds like you're against it. No, I'm agreeing. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Your tone sounded like you were anti what the hell they were doing. Yes, it does. It sounded like you were anti against it, but at the same time, you're like... I'm a get like if I was passionately talking about something that it sounded like I hated something, but at the end I was like I'm totally for it. Hit <laughs> me over the bat with a curveball. <laughs> Spoiler alert, no. Nate. <laughs> what I'm trying to explain is that Red Dead Rockstar has. <laughs> I'm waiting. <laughs> so, I need you to finish they, your thought. They, they have you. kind of taken care of the customer. Like they've people. Okay, you're complaining. Well, ne- the next update, um, we everybody gets five gold bars. So there's money for you to buy to be able to afford these because you're not. Even though you kill like 20 people, um, or a gang of people, you're making like five bucks and the new outfits that we come out with are like 80 bucks so they're doing that whereas um fallout you just you you don't get you don't even get to compare those two fallout is what it is it is a nuclear wasteland of absolute sadness that game does not exist two days after it dropped it did not exist now it does not exist. Pretty much. And it won't exist in a year. The game sucks. The game is god-awful. Like, I don't even play Fallout, but I've seen the expansive stories for 3, 4, and New Vegas. And See, this is this is what I've come to the conclusion. Anything that Michael's excited about is going to fail. <laughs> so mean. That's so mean. Well, the thing is, like, Fallout 76 had promise. Right. And it was executed poorly. Yes. It's like, you're gonna... You guys are gonna give me an MMO-style game with no NPCs, with repetitive missions. What am I supposed to do? And glitchy BS. Right. And you're gonna tell me the game's fine. Whatever. I'm not talking about this game. I'm tired of talking about this. I'm tired of hearing people talk about this stupid game. I didn't know people were still talking they about it. They do, the because new crap comes up all the time. I feel like it's it's been dead, and it's not... There's, like... It's, it's more of the creator saying stupid crap. I'm, I'm going to say it this way. The game came out, and it was in cardiac arrest. Yeah. <laughs> and... By day two, your patient was dead. <laughs> yeah. And day 300 and something, people are still zapping it with paddles. Look. <laughs> Trying to expect it to come back to life. I don't trust <laughs> Kotaku on their reporting. Right. But literally, a day ago, Fallout 76 players may finally get their damn collector's bags. That was yesterday. That's news on Fallout 76 yesterday. Are you going to get your collector's bag? I don't even care anymore. This is, this is, this is, the, second, this is the second article. PC Gamer, Bethesda is finally going to ship those damn Fallout 76 canvas bags. Oh, I'm glad they're working on the important thing, which was the canvas bags over the game itself that was... Regardless. Terrible. I'm done. This game sucks. <laughs> this game sucks. Everything about this game sucks ass. I loved it. It's you I, don't play video. The only game you play is Halo. 
No, it's not and true. And Grand Theft Auto. I play GTA all the time. No, actually, I haven't played it forever. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm saying. Actually, I did play the the Fallout once. The Fallout. The 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 76. I played it. Why? Because I was at a friend's house, and he's like, do you want to play it? You should have said no. And it was the PC version of it. Oh, God. So it was all... Did he mod it? Well, no, it wasn't modded. It was just everything is... He, like, runs a really high-end PC, oh, so it's just, like, everything PC was, Master Race, right. 4K. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my screen is bigger than my house. Oh, yeah, no, totally. <laughs> no, his screen is bigger than his house. <laughs> so, <laughs> actually... Yeah, no, he has, like, one of those giant screens. Super monitors. Yeah, it's just, oh. like, crazy. But it's a beautiful game, but I was, like, so bored. Beautiful is the word for it. But also, Star Wars Battlefront. That was a beautiful game, and that was a fun game, though. <laughs> Anything else to say, Nate? Nope. Fallout 76. You can, you can suck it. <laughs> and where's my canvas bag? Damn it! Shipping out in the next couple of weeks. Oh, good for you, Nate. You have that looking to look forward to. Yes. All right. Well, bye. Thank you for listening to the Nailed It Podcast. If you like it, please subscribe to all our social media. Our Facebook is at the Nailed It Podcast. Our Twitter is the Nailed It Pod. Also look for us on Patreon. Thank you for listening.